0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
1: Hey, Santa! You could win in Apco's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, Apco Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate
2: for Christmas. Apco's Cash for Chrissy. On now at Apco. (laughs) Life's
1: busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking
0: brand. Well, right now it's time for a McCafe coffee catch-up. Lovely to have a McCafe in hand. Thank you, Joey, this morning. And while rugby struggled for traction down here in New Zealand this weekend, in the north it was a celebration of what was one of the more dominant campaigns international by an international team that no one will want to see at next year's World Cup. It was France's first Grand Slam in more than a decade and they easily dispatched England to wrap up the Six Nations for another year. Scott Hamilton is a former Crusader and after that he played nearly 150 games for the Leicester Tigers. He's now the Director of Rugby at Hinckley Rugby Club and very plugged into the Northern Hemisphere game. He understands it innately and he's on the line now. It's a very good morning or evening to Scott Hamilton all the way up in the UK. Morning, mate. Morning, gentlemen. How are
1: you doing?
0: Yeah, we're doing good. Great to catch up and um I love following along with your career. Um from afar mate, you you're a fan favorite of mine when I was growing up and it's good to see that you're still very involved with rugby in the northern hemisphere. So you're enjoying your time at Hinckley.
1: Yeah, maybe yeah. I mean that's it's 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 level 4 over here, so it's um you know, it's part-time. Um you know, the there is a it's semi well, semi pro. I sort of more quarter pro. They get a bit of uh, beer money to play, but um, yeah, you know, I've got I've got a normal I've got a normal day job. I've got to revolve everything around. But um, no, it's good. It's, it's been it's uh, been pretty. Job. It's been a tough tough campaign post COVID because we lost the whole last sort of well season and a half really from uh, from COVID. So it was quite a hard you know transition getting back into it.
0: Well, one thing you have a great read on, Scott, is because you played a lot of, uh, obviously, professional rugby down here, but then it went up and had a, a whole second wind of a career up in the Northern Hemisphere, and the, the styles have been contrasting, and they kind of come and go with the wind throughout the years on how contrasting the styles are. But watching the Six Nations this year, personally, I've just been struck by how electric it's been in, in phases and places, and I guess France is kind of the poster child for that. For you, what's the Six Nations been like from a viewing perspective this year?
1: Yeah, I think it's 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 been it's been a lot a lot better watch. I mean, I you know I just had a few beers watching the, the England game last night, and and it's you know obviously it's still very very attritional, um, you know. And when I first came over here, it was it was certainly that was what it was about. Almost how big you were, and and you know dominating the game line. That, that's what it was like. But I think you know the the Kiwi and the Aussie coaches that have come over in the last sort of ten years have really had a bit of a had a bit of an effect, um, and they've you know I, I think. Um, well, you can say that the northern hemisphere, I think, certainly caught up um, in the last few years. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, certainly seeing what England did to us in the World Cup, and and it's a bit of a shame. You know, when I you know I watched the Super Rugby back back down as well, and you know the fact that South Africa are no longer involved, it's it's a bit concerning um, across the line that I, you know we're not really getting the, the. I suppose you know the the inter the inter New Zealand games there's plenty of plenty of. Um, Physicality, but you know the the I'm just a bit concerned we could potentially fall behind because we don't really going to have the the day in day out um, grind that the Northern Hemisphere teams have.
2: Yeah, hey Scott it's Kempe, mate, do you, do you think um, you know with the World Cup coming up that France hitting their straps um, and the style of football that they play can honestly threaten the All Blacks and threaten the Australians, threaten the South Africans?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we saw what what France did to us. Um, you know, uh, not so long ago. Um, I, you know, I think, you know, they've got really good players in, in, in key positions as well. Um, DuPont at nine, and, you know, he you know, speaks for himself. I think they seem to be a lot more clinical as well. You know, the the, the, the French teams, potentially of the past, you know, could potentially shoot themselves in the foot. But the way they did, you know, like you said, the way they expect to England, they, um, you know, England had plenty of opportunities. They had plenty of territory, but... You know, it never looked like France were going to lose that game at all. They looked to me like they were in total control.
2: Mate, just I've got a burning question, um, and I've always wondered how the likes of Sean Edwards and and Mike Ford and Andy Farrell um, have had such a, I guess, transition from the game of rugby league into rugby union. What do, you know, Andy Farrell being the Irish coach at the moment, Mike Ford with what he did with, you know, um, England and obviously Bath and and the likes of that, um, what do they bring, like, to Rugby Union? You know, you, it really strikes me as in, when I was up there in England that rugby was definitely, s- southern um, England was full rugby, and league had no place. But these days it seems like the league league boys are, uh, have got a massive say in what happens in rugby up there.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's plenty of transition. But, I mean, I suppose... Money's got a bit to do that, and well, there's, there's more money in rugby, so those, coach, those, those coaches are getting paid pretty well to, to share their knowledge. But, although obviously, you know, you've got to be good enough to, to get those roles, in, and those guys are, you know, they've, they've had good roles. There. And, you know, I think the way that defence is organised in rugby league, it's, it's become a lot more like that now in rugby. You know, unfortunately, there's um, a lot of games that are, you know, dominated by the defense at times, and which means a lot more kicking, and those guys. You know, the, the defences are so well organised, um, and, and the guy, you know, there's just more athletes on the field. You know, there's, well, I wouldn't say gone, but gone are the days of, you know, picking off the fatties in the midfield so much. You know, everyone, the, the structure of where people need to be and, and what they do when they're there is, is so much better, and it's a lot harder to, to break teams down. And, and you know, those, those types of coaches have, you know, have done a good job.
0: Tell you what struck me is the mobility of those um, fatties and daring term that the French boys have. I mean, they, they were just flying, and, and it really was electric. You made a really interesting point, Scott. And we're talking to Scott Hamilton. He's immersed in the uh, Northern Hemisphere rugby scene. If you've got a question, double eight double three for him. I tell you, you made a really interesting point about w- – South Africa leaving Super Rugby and what that could do and how we might drop behind and, and where Northern Hemisphere might get a split on us in some aspects of the game. What are those aspects of the game where the North North might be pulling away?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, mean, I think, you know, I, I still, you know, a Super Rugby game is still, you know, it's great watching for us. You know, the school levels, I still think the school level New Zealand has a, you know, a high school level just being, you know, I noticed that when I first came over here, like, you know, if we, we had a kick of football um at training you know these the English boys were bloody brilliant you know all of them all of them you had a um because you know they they're brought up doing that as, as kids just like we're brought up playing touch rugby, so you know naturally our skills tend to uh i feel you know we we're a lot better there, but obviously with the professional game you know the 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 Northern Hemisphere's caught up a little bit in that regard, but I just think they they the 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 grind of a premiership season and the Heineken Cup I just think they they have and, and obviously the Six Nations every year there's a chance um, they get all these opportunities for these massive games to play and you know our boys are obviously playing Super Rugby but with all due respect to the Aussies there's a once once we start playing them there's you know there can be some lopsided side of contests and you know our guys have a, a couple of hard you know local derby matches and then um, Heading off to play Australia again, you know, and the dominance we've had over Australia, we, we, I just don't think they're having the, the day-in-day-out, um, uh, yeah, the day-in-day-out pressure cooker situations that these Northern Hemisphere guys are, are going to be having and will do have, and it's and it could well be. I mean, I suppose it means that our guys might be a bit fresher, but yeah, I'm, I'm I, yeah, I, I know that. I just think you know, dealing with this travel with South Africa, you know, nothing like playing South Africa or you know in Johannesburg and those sorts of environments. All due due respect to Aussie, it's just not the same as, you know, travelling to Brisbane or
0: whatever. Yeah, I take your point there, and I think that's a great one around the pressure cooker scenario. I mean, they just aren't getting the exposure, essentially, to that kind of high-level competition week in, week out. On France in particular, Scott, um, this is pretty incredible. I think their average age of the team they fielded to win the Grand Slam yesterday was 26, and the average test cap number was 20. So... (laughs) <laughs> there is so good much. Fact. There yeah. is there is a huge ceiling that they haven't got near yet, right? I mean, how scary yeah, of a proposition does that make them for the World Cup next year?
1: Well, I mean, I think the French, I think people have been saying it for years, haven't they? If the French can get it right a bit more long term, um, you know, they're, they're going to be going get there. And I think, you know, I, I didn't realise that, but that's uh, obviously the. And as I said, the, they've got good players in, in in the core positions, which is with any side is really, really important. They've got good stability now. Um, you know, I think in terms of selection, they've got a pretty settled side. And whether if you look at the All Blacks and, and even England for that matter, they're, they're still making plenty of changes. You'd be you'd be a pretty lucky man to be able to pick a starting 15 from, you know, at the moment, there's, there's still plenty of positions up for grabs. And, and we probably, you know, in some areas, don't have the depth that we would like either. Um, you know, if we are to get a couple of injuries, it would be a bit one. Whether it's, I think, you know, the French... Yeah, I mean they're, they're a very, very strong squad, and and the, and the competition for places is is, is is high as well, I suppose, because of the because the, the of that. Um, but yeah, I, I it's it's going to be interesting because they're in our pool, I believe. So um, you yeah. know, it could be the it'll be interesting to see which which is probably a good thing because that means that they'll be on the other side of the draw. So as long as we uh, even if we were to drop it, we, well, we saw what South Africa won the World Cup having lost to us. So. Um, it does mean we don't have to, you know, play them until the until the final. I, I assume that's how the draw works anyway.
2: Hey, Scott, have they un- the French unearthed a, like a junior that we you know need to keep a I guess our ear to the ground um, leading into next World Cup that we haven't seen yet?
1: Um, I yeah, I, I don't follow it. <laughs> I don't follow it that close, mate. But um, I mean, obviously, I've been yeah, I, I watch the games like anyone else. But I in, in terms of the um the the local. French I mean the they are on um it I don't it doesn't get as much coverage over here to be honest the club rugby. Obviously once the Heineken Cup ticks off, you know, I might tune in a bit more and see the the club size. But I um, no, nah, I, I, I couldn't really tell you too much in that regard. But the, like I say they've they well, arguably the the world's best player at nine at the moment and um and plenty of other big hellishly big uh, back rowers and second rowers that can smash the hell out of breakdowns and then tackles and cause all sorts of uh, mayhem on the field.
0: Uh, you're, look, i tell you what, you're right around Anton de Pont. He is probably head and shoulders the best play- rugby player in the world. His box kicking, the control he has, the pace he runs a game, is, it's kind of out of this world at the moment. And i tell you what, th- the French... What they said, Kempi, and this is kind of talks for that club scene, they said that this was a win for the 1,900 clubs of French rugby. So they are looking at this like they're not just building a squad. They're trying to build a platform to be successful as a bound nation for a long time, which is quite a scary thing. Scott, we'll get you out on this. Um, Eddie Jones, like we wondered if he lost the room years ago. <laughs> He's still there. We, yeah. What's the public opinion and what's the, the rugby groundswell around Eddie Jones at the moment?
1: Yeah, it's not great. Not a great a lot of my mates over here are, um, yeah. Um, and, you know, he's saying he's probably got a shorter leash because he's Australian, which, you know, is potentially there as well. I, I, he just doesn't help himself. He comes, um, you know, in the media, he comes across as a... Well, he just comes across like an Aussie, really, doesn't he? Perfect. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> quite,
2: sm- <laughs> quite
1: smarmy with Harry, he, he deals with questions <laughs> and he's... Um, yeah, he tends to dance around. I just think he, 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 he's a hard well, he's a hard person to like at the best of times. I mean I I've um you know, he was I know a few of the, the Leicester Tiger boys and you know, they were they were pretty positive of, of how you know, his coaching style. And um yeah, I, I don't know, I, I think the the, the lease is, is quite short, but then again we are what are we, eighteen months away from a World Cup, so you know, there, there's no chance of um um no chance of there being any changes but It's it's interesting, you know, his where Eddie's been. You know, it's quite common knowledge. His, um, you know, he has a big effect early on, and then the wheels start to fall off his sides, which is potentially what's happening now.
0: 18 month Eddie, you know, but somehow he's he's just he's he's been kind of. I don't know, ballroom dancing on the plank for another 18 months. It's, well, longer. It's, it's been quite remarkable. So it be interesting to see what happens and how England react to another three-loss Six Nations. It's been awesome to catch up, mate. Um, we'll, we'll hopefully do it again sometime. It's, it's great to get your knowledge on the game in the North and it's cool to hear that you're still following along down here as well. So it's been a pleasure. Not a problem. Thanks very so much. There you go, Scott Hamilton, um, Crusader, played 60-odd games for the Crusaders, 150-odd for Leicester Tigers. So understands the concept of what rugby means in the North and exactly what they're doing up there. Uh, Look, Eddie Jones, he's he's an enigma, really. He is an absolute enigma. He fights with his back against the wall no matter what. Here's what he had to say following the series, uh, the Six Nations, and look, England, well, well beaten by Ireland and France both and three lost Six Nations, which is never good for an English coach. Here's what Eddie had to say about France and where his squad is at.
3: Well, France are deserved champions of the Six Nations. They are the best team. Uh, I was pleased with the spirit and purpose our team played with. You know, we created enough opportunities to win the game, but we weren't quite clinical enough in doing that. And that's been a... A little bit of the story of us in the in the six nations we put ourselves in position to win the three games we 've lost, but not being clinical enough, not being good enough, particularly in in some of our clean out work on the ball uh, to win those games so that 's disappointing, but the spirit we show is going to make sure that this team keeps moving in the right direction. yeah, well, the world cups uh, by my calculation at least 14 months away. Uh, we've got about 11 test matches. And within that time, we need to improve our, our breakdown work. We need to improve our ability to, f- to finish opportunities we create. And if we do that, then the difference will be uh, absolutely marginal.
0: So there you go. Eddie Jones is trying to time his run to the World Cup. He knows exactly how long he's got, and he probably knows exactly how much ear he has left in the room. Here's what I want to know from you, though. France is paying $3 for the World Cup. New Zealand, $3.50. For me, that is the most false second favourite you will find in a Rugby World Cup market this this century. We are not 50 cents worse than France. We are $2.50 worse than France. Did you watch the Six Nations? And where do you feel we are at compared to the Northern Hemisphere internationals? You can be a patriot if you want and try and deny that they are not just getting further and further away from us. But as Scott points out, the lack of the pressure cooker situation and are we playing in a rugby echo chamber down here in super rugby at the moment kimpi i want to know from you and i want to know from you on the kinards hire phone line 811. are we in a rugby echo chamber are you worried 50 cents for the market, the difference between France and New Zealand? I think you're having me. 21 and a half past seven, here with Kim's Warehouse. Great savings every day. More international rugby up after this. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.